Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With a shams. With a shams. With a shams. With a shams. When the crowd gets fussy. When the floor gets dusty. When your play gets busted, we're the shams, we're the shams. When your room smells funny, when a hex takes your money, what's gonna save you, honey? Just we're the shams, we're the shams. All you witches, and all your old magicians.
the Breeders on Waiters in the Radio. And I think we heard the dam before that and the Derek Halmore Orchestra with the Wittishens theme song. I believe that was it. I believe that's all we played there. Okay, perfect. Well, as you are all avid listeners of the show, you know that we are deep in the throes of the WitchCon Marathon. It's a crazy thing that we've done for three years now, where shortly before WitchCon, we do broadcast pretty much almost every day, sometimes the, a couple times a day. The WitchCon Marathon. We're even yeah. willing to do it on a weekend for you Even working weekends, yeah. evenings, mornings. Today was kind of early. I mean, we barely had our coffee. We're going to have before, a, uh, another early one the, soon. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so if you're not following the program, whatever format you're on, iHeartRadio or iTunes or Google Podcasts or all the goddamn places where you are. There's got to be a follow button or a subscribe button. You want to follow and subscribe because we don't even know what our schedule is yet. We're just slowly hooking people up. Charity we knew about like two weeks in advance. (laughs) Some people, it's like we know like 24 hours before they're going to be Well, you know me. I'm keeping everything organized in a file with the names and the times and the dates and stuff. But I just started doing that. But tonight... We got Charity Bedell yep. again. She's been on the show before. I think it was WitchCon last year or the year before. I think it was Hello. Last year. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, hi. It was two years ago. It was the first year of WitchCon, and I believe okay. it was either right after or right before. Okay. Yeah. And she's got a new book out, Container Magic. I just finished it myself. Um, and you, uh, before we even start, I know we got a lot of you TikTok witches listening to the show. You want you want this book. Just want this book. This is like all the stuff. I know you said that you got a TikTok channel and haven't put anything on there. These are the kind of spells that are all the rage for all the kids on TikTok. Jar spells and sachets and containers. Containers, basically. It's Container Magic mm-hmm. by Charity Bedell. Uh, just came out. Spellcraft using sachets, bottles, poppets, and jars. Y'all love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure lots of other witches love that too, but I specifically know that my TikTok audience wants this book. I know you guys don't like books. You know, maybe she'll do an audio book yeah, that, soon. Yeah, that's... Um, there's but, you know, the read rub. a goddamn book, okay? <laughs> okay, Charity, back to you. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, uh, that book was a lot of fun to write, and honestly, there for a lot of people, it's container magic is probably the best form of magic for them to work because it's easy it can be discreet and it's something that you can basically carry with you everywhere yes Mm -hmm. I did note you had a protection bottle spell that I would say is drastically like a witch's bottle but you used your saliva instead of urine you know which one I'm talking about? Other than that, it was very I much like don't. a witch's bottle. <laughs> it's got uh, pins. You know, pins are always a, an important part of it. I don't remember all the ingredients that you had in there. There was uh, several different herbs uh, that I believe. Um, was it comfort? Uh, God, it was something for the dead. Uh, God, I can't think of the herbs. Starts with a P. People use it for money. Uh, oh, shit. Um. Uh, and they use it for lust. Patchouli. Okay. I can't, patchouli. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot that one because, you know, the hippies in Santa Cruz, yep. they all love their patchouli oil. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recall that one specifically. That was interesting. <clears throat> so how, how, when did the book come out? Recently, right? 
Yeah, it actually just was released at the very beginning of the month. Um, January 8th was the official date on Amazon, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been flying out of Amazon. I checked periodically, and two or three times I've seen only four copies of the book left. Get it now. So. Nice. Um, does your does your publisher handle all the Amazon listing stuff, or you got to do that? My publisher handles that. Llewellyn does that. So okay. that's. So yours is probably done correct. I just we we had a, a friend of ours on, and he's a, a, another publisher, and uh, you can get it through Amazon. And then somebody commented on the show said we can't get that on Amazon UK. So apparently he had to go in and do something. But you know, if you got your publisher handling it, I'm sure they probably did it correctly. Yeah, yeah. But he could have been Ain't selling selling in the UK all this time. Didn't know, but until somebody commented on the show, she's taken. Yeah. So how long has this book been in the making? Have you been thinking about it for uh, a while? There are parts I started writing years ago when I was just really starting to get confident in myself and was thinking about putting on my blog. Mm-hmm. But um, in seriousness, the book was probably, in, it actually started right around the first WitchCon is when I first started working on it in earnest and then I submitted it to my publisher and they accepted it and now I'm selling that and I have a couple others that I'm hoping to submit in the next several months and hopefully have more books out there soon. Nice. Hmm. You mentioned uh, in our text that you might be at uh, Hexfest. Yes, I am. Christian Day has actually been trying to get me down to Hexfest for like the last four years. Well, let me tell you, you are on the schedule for next year. We checked. Yeah. They haven't really gotten back to us on whether our workshops were accepted, but we went and looked at the schedule and you're on there. So get ready. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it, but also kind of nervous because it's... I, I know it's a huge event, and I have had friends go, and they loved it. So, do, it, yeah. it'll be great. It'll be great. Let Nothing see, like Hexfest. I mean, uh, it's you know, we start with that riverboat ritual. I know we're not going to talk about Hexfest tonight, but you know, we'll probably have you on again before that. <laughs> but yeah, it just you know, it starts with that riverboat ritual, and then we all just take over this town. I mean, this town yeah. is so full of witches, anyways. But just uh, three times as much on. on uh, Hexfest weekend. It's crazy. It's great. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah well, I finally decided to be like, okay, I'm, I just got my first solo book released. Yeah. Let's, do, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, you got to beat them feet. Get that book out there in front of people. Uh, your publisher's okay. been very... Uh, this is the first time we actually went through a publisher. They've been very helpful, I got to say. Okay, we so usually just so talk to the Charity, people you're, you're on uh, August 12th, August... 13th and well you actually have two on august 13th oh yeah 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 if the, yeah they fly you in they get just just fyi when they fly you in you get yeah. you gotta do three workshops yeah is there a panel a lot of times they give you a panel too i don't know if he's figured no. out the panel yet okay yeah so check, yeah, check the schedule i might have to do a panel yeah yeah i think he, he works that out a little later yeah but you, you're on for three 
Well, it's a blast, and you know, every time you get paid, you know, that just makes you more of a professional witch. That's your yeah. job. It's a good job That's, to have. <laughs> it is. It is a good job. It's also a lot more hard work than than people want to realize. I, I I totally get it. People have been on me for like decades to write a book, and it's just like you know, what? I am not an author. I'm well. A, back I, in the day, it was publisher yeah, parish. Publisher parish used yep. to be the way, and it's like I'm I'm a teacher, and I have learned a lot of stuff over a lot of years. But if I have to write a book, I've got to remember where all of those things that are in my brain came from. I have to have references and shit. I can't remember. I remember everything I ever read about witchcraft, but not where I read it. Just you know? start <laughs> jotting things down. I will have to like jot when you think down. of them. I think for me, I just I need to I need to just talk and have a scribe. I, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not I'm not an author. I think authors authors are authors, teachers are teachers, priests and priestesses are priests and priestesses, and not anybody is going to have all of those skills unless you're like Lou. <laughs> oh, can you? I'm sorry. Can you hear my my headset's acting weird? Yeah, you sound great. Yeah. Okay. Just it was it blanked out there for a second. No. Um, no. I- With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I actually knew I wanted to be a writer, hopefully for Llewellyn, since I was like 13 years old and read my first book on witchcraft. And it was just, a, there was a calling deep within my soul because I, I already loved writing. And then I didn't like this. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So, Is that about when you started practicing around age 13? When I was 13, I got my very first book on um, witchcraft, which was Teen... Teen Witch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ravenwolf. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I sold a lot of it those. It was a wonderful birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Wait. Oh, yeah. It, that, she was at Hexfest last year, right? Who? Was that Ravenwolf? I know she was at WitchCon. I'm not maybe sure she was, about Maybe Hexfest. it was WitchCon. I don't know. I, I confuse the two yeah, sometimes. Yeah. There's somebody else that I'm thinking of. Uh, there's so many big names at these things. I mean, I, I don't know if you've looked at the schedule for WitchCon. It's just amazing some of the people mm-hmm. we're on the same stage I with. Occasionally. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming when you see it. It's, it might give you cold feet. Don't look. Mm-hmm. Look later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at it after you're done. After no, <laughs> what I do love is that there are so many names on there that, you know, I might have seen an article from here or there but 
they don't really they haven't been seen as much as some of the other people so it's yeah. giving other people a good chance to come out of about WitchCon it's a great chance for people to start and learn a lot yeah I was just talking about that there's such a great diversity like there's people that you know most people haven't heard of and then there are people like Silver Ravenwolf huh. we got so, like Priestess Miriam yeah We still don't know who the official voodoo queen of New Orleans is at this time, but she's definitely in the running. And um, I've never seen her teach anywhere on anything. Um, She doesn't leave her temple often, they say. So Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, for me, that's impressive. But then there's, you know, big name authors on there and stuff. The the BNPs, the big name pagans, man. Yeah. They're all there. And it's like, so those of you who don't know, man, sixty or ninety-five bucks yep. for close to so close roughly, to a hundred witches, roughly a hundred people, yeah, almost yeah. a, a hundred witches, and we have not finished watching the stuff from three years ago and, yep. and two years ago, and even backlogged on that. But you have access to them forever. Yep. It can be like an online video library of the. The coolest magic. You, you can be a solitaire and just study WitchCon. You probably know a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like you. I'm still going back and watching the stuff I haven't seen, and there are a couple that I'm rewatching constantly because I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so much in this. I got yeah. to pick yeah. out all the details. It's if I didn't, if I couldn't go back and rewatch them, I'd miss a lot. Yeah. And we, we took them on the, the laptop and plugged the laptop into the big screen TV. We watched them big screen. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, probably oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> and then uh, I, I typically do it. I just do it from my phone now. I remember the first year Christian Day was really hardcore about having a hard line connection. I had this big wire running across the living room. Marta hated that thing. And it was just, it was unnecessary. It was a, my phone does fine on you know the Wi-Fi is like five feet from it. <laughs> you always have to drag my name into that. Yeah, well, it was you were. The, you think I cared? I didn't care that there was a wire on the damn ground. That's wife stuff. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just over here bickering amongst ourselves. Keep talking. <laughs> no, uh, I no, I really WitchCon and specifically. Having done it the first year, I am so happy to be coming back, and I'm learning so much. I'm meeting a lot of people, and it's just, there's just so much in there. Even some things that I might have never thought about taking a class in or learning, there's stuff there. I'm like, oh, I never thought of looking at this. Okay, click watch yeah we yeah. were just speaking to caroline tully yesterday and I, i've never heard of her and her workshop sounds like something i'm definitely Absolutely. gonna be at yeah so you yeah learn a lot about people who you never would have come across before yeah that zoom meet and greet thing that's fun yeah that's fun have a blast on that yep um yeah, and, and it's it's one of the good things that came out of COVID. It's like some people don't remember. It's like that's how WitchCon started because we needed to have our gatherings and our festivals, and we couldn't. And and that year, HexFest was digital too. Yep. And WitchCon yep. just keeps going on and on. And that the the people you can get that can't travel to the United States. 
you know, since it's remote, you get some really incredible names. Yeah, like scheduling conflicts or, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, some disability or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to worry about everybody being in one place yeah, at I the mean, same time. Of, yeah, go on. Yeah, I have I have a lot of that can't tra- that can't travel for some reason. Yeah. yeah, and one or two of them, I'm like, oh no, you should you should check out Witchcon. It's a little pricey, but it's it's worth it. You'll learn a lot, and you'll be able to go back and watch it as long as you have, want. So, yeah, and and when you break it down for what you're getting, um, it's actually it's like a buck very a affordable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I would think that all of us are worth more than a dollar. And you've got, um, so since then, you've probably got a couple books out. I know you have another book that come out after the last WitchCon, or the first one that you did. The first book I did came out in 2017, so okay. just a little bit before okay. COVID. And I wrote that with Sean Robbins, and it's been a, it was a great way to start and I really enjoyed writing it because it's I am very passionate about herbal medicine and herbal magic it's something that I know a lot about mm-hmm. and I just I keep constantly learning new things yeah, yeah. oh that's new can so um, like, speak, okay. well speaking of which because this is kind of new to me uh can you tell us a little bit about ball charms from your book? I'm, I'm flipping through it now. Yes. Um, ball charms are something that they've been around forever, actually. Um, but a lot of people have started to make them very pretty and do beautiful pictures on Instagram for like wishes and things like that. And while they're pretty, that's not really how a ball charm works. They're, they are little, they can be made out of mud and dirt. They can be made out of the little plastic ornament, Christmas ornament balls. Or you can make one out of making a yarn ball. And they're just they're stuffed and filled with the various curios, herbs, crystals, animal parts like dirt dollars nest or red ant, fire ants or shed skit snake skin. You put them in the ball and then you charge it in some way. I like to shake mine. And, and mix them and while I shake the ball I am distributing a bunch of different energy and that energy is then kept in the ball and then I put the if I'm using the plastic balls I'll put the lid back on and find a little hanger and hang it someplace in the house and mm-hmm. let it do its magic and then all I have to do to keep it work to keep it active is once a week play with it and focus on what the what its job was it could have been for a peaceful home could be for protection money uh-huh. whatever i was doing it for and you nice. can probably just hang it right in your closet mm-hmm. yep if you wanted to yeah hmm. great well here's another one that caught my eye the pet's wishes or witch's jar 
and tell us a little bit about that. I don't see enough stuff done for our pets. You know, we used to make these protective mojo bags for pets, and they would go mm-hmm. like on their collar and stuff. I don't see enough stuff like that. So, uh, it kicked me thinking that you can include, you know, your pets in your nor- normal witches' diet for the home and family because I do that too, but. Um, one of the things I have learned over the years is that the fir- one of the first things to be a- people to be affected if I was to be have negative or baneful magic cast at me, mm-hmm. if it doesn't hit me, it mm-hmm. might actually hit my pets first. So yeah. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. I should probably make something just for them too. Yeah, and that's absolutely. where the idea of the... Pets, which is dark, comes in, so it gives them that extra level of protection, and it just also gives ends up providing me a little extra level protection because I'm not worried about stuff hit, designed to hit me hitting mm-hmm. them instead, and I'm not right. worried about someone trying to get to me by getting to them instead. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, yep. not enough people think about that. It's yeah. like the canary in the coal yeah. mine thing. Um, you know, you're going to protect your kids and stuff. So these, you know, these are a lot of people's kids. Mm-hmm. Before we had kids, these were the kids. <laughs> yep, yep. My three cats are my babies. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, just on that note, what do you think about uh, familiars? A lot of debate about that out there. Well, um, in my view, if it eats shits and sleeps and has a phys- has an actual physical body you can touch and hold mm-hmm. it's not a familiar they can be an, they can be a spiritual friend and a great ally but they are not familiar familiars are spirits they can take an animal form mm-hmm. yeah but they are not actually physical animals and when people say that they, their pets are their familiars, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me wince because one of the familiars' job is to take magical hits for their witch. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want my pets doing that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. We, we've this, winced yeah. before, too. <laughs> this, is, this is my whole problem with that. Well, and, you know, the typical... Uh, the you know, familiars come to us more through ceremonial magic. It's more of their thing. It gets attached to witches during the times of persecution because every witch must have a familiar. That's what the the Burning Times documents said, the Malleus Maleficarum and all that. And in ceremonial magic, you're enslaving that spirit. You torture that spirit into agreeing to become your slave. I don't think most witches really want to do that to Fluffy. Yeah. Yep. No. Fluffy would be really mad and shit in your shit on your pillow. <laughs> At the very least, I mean, I have pets that have passed on that I know I can ask their spirit to you know look after. But that's not the same as saying they're my familiar because they're they're making that choice to still be with me and still help me because of yeah. we want to be with you. We'll help you. Yeah. Especially my the dog I grew up with. He's his. I can still feel on me regularly checking on me, especially when I'm having days where I'm feeling down in the dumps. Yeah, they know that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I remember one time Marta banged her nose on something and the cat slept on her face purring. Yeah, he, he purred never does the that. entire time. Like he's, he healed I, that. I almost broke my nose and he, he slept on my nose like very lightly and just purred all night. Well, they have actually found that there is a people like, oh no, that's just cat owner mythology. No, no, it's no, true. They have, they have actually found scientific evidence yep. that proves yep. that the frequency of a cat's purr yep. offers healing not just to them, yeah. but to the people around them, Absolutely. physical and mental, emotional, and spiritual. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's actually 60 hertz. Oh, I thought uh, it was 50. No, 60 oh, okay. hertz. And it, it can even uh, mend broken bones. Fa- yeah, mend broken bones faster and, than, you know. And the thing I find fascinating them. is like, it's the vibration, not necessarily just the frequency, the co- but the vibration and the frequency causes that to happen. And that's, that's just what cats are doing. They're just vibrating. They're vibrating this magical frequency at us, you know. Sabo, where are you? Oh, there he goes. Oh, there, we, we have a blind His cat that ringing. sometimes gets lost, and I have to go fetch him. Yeah, he's about 18. <laughs> he's older than our son. And, um, yeah, he started losing his vision recently. I'll, I'll get him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need yeah, a little I, help getting over here. I have an 18-year-old cat that's um, living with my parents at the moment. She's been living with them for well, most of her life because I couldn't keep her for many years mm. and people can't believe that she's 18 she's like no she's only like 10 nope she's 18 years old i <laughs> got her in 2005 and she was only six months old when i got her in that august so yeah this this one's our my first black cat is a witch my whole witch life i went to get black cats many a times i always fell in love with a tabby at the rescue place and brought them home <laughs> But Sabo actually came into my witch store one day. (laughs) There was somebody working there that was doing feral rescue, and I relieved them for lunch, and they failed to tell me that this bin on the floor was full of kittens. And I could hear noises. I popped this thing open, and all these kittens came bounding out. There was Sabo. (laughs) Yeah, he's a sweet guy. He's been with us a long time, through a lot of stuff. But in... uh, in the Malleus Maleficarum, which is where they get the idea that um, uh, witches had familiars, there's also this one just banal uh, paragraph which just kind of stands out on its own, almost like somebody else wrote it. But it talked about how, how our ancestors first spotted the witch. And it said they, they speak in peaceful tones and treat animals as equals and speak to them as such and i think that's always been the way we've always always had animal partners animal friends we we witches tend to form a bond with animals different than you know regular people um but it's not the same thing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's a familiar. <laughs> And people just no. really don't understand the language. No, like I had um, a cat I had to put down right in the middle of COVID. He was mm. about 17, 18 when we had to put him down. And he was my healing partner. Mm-hmm. He was a cat that had natural, he had his own natural healing energy that whenever I went to go do Reiki on myself or on my partner, he would plop, show up, lay down and put his paw out right next to my hands and he would lend his own natural healing energy to it. And it's like, they, they have their own, they can have their own energy and spiritual work that doesn't have to make them familiar. There are other things they can teach us. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I my, my cats always seem kind of busy with their own spiritual work. <laughs> they're all, they're <laughs> off doing stuff. They're on the astral plane doing shit all the damn time. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, a familiar is like a servant. I don't want my pets to be servants. No, if anything, we're there, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, one of the things I say as uh, I, I refer to things is dogs are for people who don't mind waiting on someone and having to be caught and having for people that will always it's like there's a man being fed it's like <laughs> absolutely well they, they say that when people have passed away and you know nobody found them for a couple weeks and if they have dogs the dogs lay down next to them and die and if they have cats the cats eventually eat them yep I would rather yep. <laughs> I would rather my animals eat me and you know hopefully somebody will find them by then they'll survive yeah uh you know that that's just i i I admire the loyalty of a dog but that's just too far dude i don't want you to die for me they have my permission to eat me if they need to yeah eat me bitch no i mean i know they probably i know they would probably go a day or two before they would go get make sure they would be extremely hungry and there would have to be no other food for them before they would do that but yeah i know like very well that if something were to happen to me and there was no food around but i was dead i would be my cat's food yeah yeah and i'm perfectly fine with that like so am i if i if i'm gone then let my body nourish them so they may live yep absolutely absolutely um so you want to talk a little bit about your workshop in witchcon yeah so yeah so since my first book solo book is on container magic Uh i'm doing a workshop that kind of does a brief overline of some of the material in the book i'm going to cover a lot of what the first chapters are 
but just in a shorter session so that people will still go out and buy and read the book. But I'm, I'm going to tell teach people how to properly choose the container, um, what kind of, how to choose their materials for the spells. Mm-hmm. One of the most important part, uh, part is the feeding of it and making sure that it's act, still activated uh-huh. and then also disposing because... First time I did a I did a jar. It worked, not how I expected it to work, but it yeah. did work. And I left the jar sitting for months after it had after it had worked magic, uh-huh. not knowing how do I just how do I deal with this? Uh, how am I supposed to dispose of this? Because I had no instruction on that before and. I through trial and error I I figured out okay this is how you do this this is how you can and dispose of this material so I don't have to worry about any remaining energetic ties yeah okay that's good to know I think I'll include that information mm-hmm. for people yeah <laughs> well, so uh, I just wanted to ask you do you personally have um, a favorite type of container that you like to use like be it a jar or a sachet or pop it, um, are you like partial to any one of those? I'm actually partial to using to making um, packets, which okay. are, mm-hmm. I like. I like to make paper packets. Uh huh. Yeah. Because um, there was a time when I was living in a group home and the only materials I could have to work with were um, I had holiday wrapping paper because we had been wrapping ribbon because we had just had the holidays uh-huh. and I had I had paper and I had pen and I had some colored pencils because we had, were allowed to have crafting stuff but I didn't have any herbs or anything my supplies were limited mm-hmm. so I sat down and I don't remember what exactly it was, but I did. I, I wrote down a petition. I've said a prayer mantra as I was writing it down. Writing it down. I folded the paper several times. That I just started wrapping and tying, getting into a trance and directing that energy. And then I kept tied the final knot, and I kept the the little packet I had kept made. I kept in my Played with it in my right up between my fingers. I'm sorry. A couple times every day until it you, worked. And sorry, we missed. Sorry, we cut out. We cut out. So where did you say you kept it? Uh, kept it. Oh, they really don't. Okay, want it, it it doesn't want to. They don't want us to know it that. Doesn't part. want us it's to know where you right kept there. it. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. One more time. My wallet. There you go. Okay. You got it. Okay. <laughs> got it. Well, I remember when we were uh, we, we were studying at Lo- Lucky Mojo once upon a time, and they 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 had a similar thing where they made these little envelopes to yeah. hold like powders and stuff like that. Yep. And I'm looking at, it, I'm going, you know, I'm a kid from the '80s. It's like that's what we used to put coke in. So I, yeah. I totally knew how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. and nothing falls out. <laughs> A definitely similar thing. You put them in your shoe or your wallet, or depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. 
mean, if you don't have a wallet, you can put them in your po- in a pants pocket. Um, if you have a purse, you can keep a purse. And I mean, if you can't carry something with you, then you can do have it be like a jar you leave at home, but then you still just keep it activated. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the things I, I noticed about Container Magic is that you can basically take any one of the spells in that book and just change the container and it will still work. Hmm. That's cool. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all basically, they all do the same thing. They're all vessels for holding the magic until it manifests. Mm-hmm. And once they manifest, the spell is done. Very cool, very cool. Yep. Looked like you were going to say something. Oh, no, I was just thinking to myself, I was thinking about, like, when you do it with paper, do you eventually, like, when you're done with it, do you eventually burn the paper? Or are you, like, always keeping that particular thing in your wallet or what have you? Um, If I can burn it, I try to burn the paper. If not... I unwrap it and thank the energy yeah. and basically do um, a, a version of a cut and clear with releasing the energy and just like unwrap it. You're free. Thank you. You're free. Thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. You're free. This has been come to pass. Okay. Yes. I, I was always taught, you know, my witch mother said, you know, that which can be burned that's left over from the spell should be burned and that which can't should be buried. I've often thought of some of the things that I've buried. Archaeologists are going to have an interesting time if we're all doing that. Yeah. Burying jars and stuff. I mean, they yeah. still find witches' bottles and stuff in England. Um, but, yeah, they're just going to find all kind of weird little trinkets and yep. skull candles. <laughs> yep. We're going to be in the history books. Yeah, be trying to figure out what the <laughs> fuck were these people doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's interesting because what are archaeological finds but yep. someone's old trash? Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, let me think of the stuff we bury. We bury trash. <laughs> yeah. Landfills. That's yep. what they are. Yep. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> going to look at it a million years from now if, if we're still even, you know, on this planet and be like, They'll be trying to plastic. figure out the re- re- religious significance of an old microwave. Yep. Yep. <laughs> plastic. Plastic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, I never even went to Witchcon. Oh, so yeah. So what, uh, what's your workshop? Oh, we I were just talking about I just, that. I, I just covered that on Container Okay, I'm sorry. I stepped out for a second. Well, it's okay, basically so it the magic. different yeah. types of containers you can use right. for magic. Well, I think, I think yeah, it's time I'm basically to... going to go over a couple of different types of the container magic, and I'm hopefully going to have a spell to go with each of the types so that I leave them with something they can do right then and there as an example of, this is this type of container. Here's this spell. Because mm-hmm. when I did that with the aromatherapy and the dirts, people seem to really like the, okay, here's the information on how this stuff works. Now, here is... Example of this one. This is what you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. Oh, cool. 
All right. Well, I think it's time for us to read the thing. Okay, read the thing. Bring the magic to you. March 3rd to the 5th, 2023, join the largest live stream magical conference in the world, featuring nearly 100 witches and conjurers on live video across the globe. Uh, watch classes live and then rewatch on demand as many times as you like, years later, like we're doing. Uh, WitchCon presenters are the preeminent masters of the magical arts and hail from across the rainbow spectrum of occult and spiritual practices. Registration is limited to a thousand attendees and includes all live classes, rituals, and performances, as well as access to recordings of every class after the event has ended via our on-demand library, so you won't miss a single moment. Now, you haven't been to HexFest, I'm sure you've been to other festivals, but that's always the problem. You know, my workshop will be during somebody else's workshop I want to see, or somebody yeah. I want to see is going to have a workshop. Absolutely. I'm going to miss somebody's goddamn workshop. Yep. And that doesn't happen yep. at WitchCon. And the kids... I need you to listen to the first part. A thousand attendees. Now, of course, our host, Christian Day, is on one of his fabulous vacations. We're all looking at his pictures on Facebook. But right before he left, he told me we were close to that threshold. So we're doing these interviews anyways. And, and he, has might to, just he has to cap it up. at a thousand. He has to cap it. Yep. For but I, I think, you know, if there's, if there's like hundreds of people that still want to go, he'll just buy a server. And hook it up, get some more bandwidth, <laughs> pay for some more bandwidth. Yeah. Uh, attendees and fans will love the shopping in our virtual Vendorium featuring powerful ritual tools, signed books, exquisite jewelry, and handmade spellcrafts. Our virtual meet and greet lets attendees and fans alike uh, meet and chat with presenters live on Zoom, and it's a great way to get to know your favorite teachers. WitchCon Online is live-streamed on the Hex Education Network on Crowdcast, a web-based platform with no need to download an app. It runs very smoothly, and it's great. We use it for all kinds of stuff. And Charity L. Bedell is going to be there talking about container magic. What else can you tell us about your workshop without giving us too much about your workshop? <laughs> Charity. I, I didn't hear that. I'm kind of in a daze. <laughs> okay. Uh, we were asking, what else can you tell us about our your workshop without giving away too much? Uh, that I'm, I'm going to try to focus. One of the focuses of this class is how magic should be something that you can do with everything anything you find in your day-to-day -day life anything you should be able to pick up a soda bottle and then look at the herbs in your kitchen and know oh i can cast a spell here yep and that's one of the things yeah, absolutely. that's one of the focus because i've signed too many people are like but i don't have this i don't yeah. have this I, how can yeah. i get this i'm like yeah i i'm a huge I'm a huge proponent of using what you got. cabinet and your spice Absolutely. rack. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I saw this woman on TikTok the other day. She was saying she doesn't like to use the spices in her spice rack. And she showed a jar of cloves. So, so I don't like to use these when I can just harvest these. And she's harvesting clovers. 
Oh, God. I was just like, I don't even want to, like, respond to this, man. I'm just... Uh, <sighs> feel like i'm ragging on somebody but oh my god i'm face palming over here i mean clover <laughs> has has its place but yes, it, but it's but not, it's not close. close yeah that's funny clover and clove are not the same no, thing. no. no they're opposites absolutely nope. <laughs> absolutely clover cools yeah uh clove heats yep. absolutely opposites <laughs> that's funny <laughs> wow so you're teaching some uh spice cabinet magic that's gonna be the focus and thankfully um my family members have always had and my husband's family my mother-in-law my husband and my mom have always had rather extensively stocked kitchen cabinets so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have be able to go through make a list and like okay this is common this is probably common this is probably common not quite as common, but also easy to find, yeah. and try and try to focus on that. Like, cause every I'm obviously salt. Those are yeah obvious because those are pretty much everywhere. But there are mm-hmm. other ones like coriander, cayenne pepper, dill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cinnamon. Cinnamon so, can be lots like of, lots of different things to look at. Like mm-hmm. the powdered cinnamon in the cabinet makes a fine incense. You just kind of pinch the powder together. It uh, good for money, raises the spiritual vibrations. Mix that with some allspice. You got even better money and incense. It's a, it's a and, heating agent, so it's a heating it can agent. speed things um, up too. There's, just, there's so much in the cabinet. Um, sometimes you know I, I rag on people. Matter of fact, I've got a big controversy going on TikTok right now. Uh, we're calling it Candlegate 2.0, where, you know, I, I said that, you know, using candles from like the dollar store and Walmart, being that they're made in sweatshops, um, doesn't have a good effect on, on your magic. And people called me an elitist. I'm going, oh, well, I'm not saying you have to like go out and buy expensive shit. <laughs> Part of the whole point was do it yourself. Do it yourself. You can make candles. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, but the stuff, the stuff in your kitchen, man. We have like most of the main stuff. Like I, te- you know, we tend to have basil, cinnamon, allspice, pepper. salt, pepper, various uh, pepper powder, um, rosemary, rosemary. I mean, that's that's yeah. a whole magical supply kind Rose- of right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rosemary is one of my favorites. Yes. Yeah. It's basically got everything it's got protection it's got peace it's got med- meditative and psychic properties there's i think success you can basically use it for absolutely everything yeah. rosemary yeah. is there's a reason why it's primarily it's the herb i use for you know, all my workings that primarily deal with home and family because that is one of its primary focuses I mean, yeah. even yeah, in I, cooking, you can add it to yeah. everything. You make. Well, and I believe in your book, I think it was a study incense. Um, it was rosemary, ginkgo, uh, and a couple other things. But they, they all made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a classic uh, uh, study incense. Any Anything for study, a study oil or a study incense that doesn't have rosemary in it. I don't know what's wrong with them people. Science even recognized recently that it improves the memory 75% just by sniffing the shit. 
Shakespeare knew you it. You used to tell some of your students to just put it in their coffee in the morning. I did. And, and it's pretty tasty. Well, I always, I, I always say check with your doctor. Yeah. But there was a time when I was, you know, I was in a rush. I always did like rosemary tea and coffee before college. And I was in a rush one time and I didn't have time for both. And I just tossed some rosemary into the coffee filter and brewed me up a batch of rosemary coffee. Mm-hmm. And damn, childhood memories came racing on, man. You can combine uh, the, the memory tonic with a stimulant and it, you're going to have an interesting time. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I got I got really good grades that semester too. <laughs> but yeah, rosemary, now, rosemary. Uh, I rosemary, and I um, when I had my own herbal business going, one of my favorite and most quick quickest selling projects was a mental strength thing, and it was rosemary. And like two or three other things that all were for enhancing your study and enhancing your focus, and people like were at, were shocked that it worked so well. Like um, I made this because of my ADD, because it works and helps me focus when I'm overstimulated. Oh, really? I'm glad you like it. That's I'm glad good. you think it works. So you find you, you find it helps on focus too. People don't talk about that enough. Makes sense. Makes Chinese sense. medicine uses ginkgo leaves for brain power. Yeah, she's got that in her, yep. I, I think it was her yeah. incense recipe. Yeah. There's ginkgo and rosemary and I forget what what else. Yeah, I, I don't want to like, give away the whole recipe because you got to buy the book. Yep. Container magic. Yep. Uh, subtitle, I can't see shit in here. Spellcraft using sachets, bottles, poppets, and jars. Yep. Straightforward to the point. I, I would I would I would call it a spell book. There's a lot of stuff in here. It even says 100 plus spells on the back over here. Bags, jars, sachets, and more. I mean, it is a spell book, but it's also there to give because um, there's give some magical basics and exercises to help improve and yes. enhance one's magical craft because there's always something more to learn. And I was going to hit on that because I, for years, I just, I always said that people don't do enough of the exercises. You know, my my day, you know, you had some uh, draw, drawing down the moon and some gardenerian books and then spiral dance came along. And spiral dance was like, revolutionary in in my day and it had all the basic stuff that you get in all the other beginner books but half the book was exercises to make all of those things work better mm-hmm. and there not enough people spend mm-hmm. enough time on yep. exercising the brain and stuff yep. that makes it all happen so kudos kudos to you for that no well, i mean one of the complaints i've seen people i see people have is that I put everything together. I did the spell, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Did you actually direct the energy? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we just got a couple minutes le- left. So you, you got um, websites you want to shout out, uh, contact information, anything for the people out there? Uh, you can find me on Twitter um, as... 
at Charity L. Bedell, and I am on Facebook. I have an author page, and you can find my personal page, and I'm always up for answering questions or responding to any comments or thoughts people have. The more, more feedback I get, the better I can be as a writer and the better I can do in the future. And I think you were saying you started a Mastodon page or something? Um, yes, my publicist recommended it, so I'm going to start that. I'm going to okay. start doing some TikTok work fairly soon, um, and I'm going to have all of that eventually. But right now, Twitter and Facebook are my primary social medias. I'm yeah. working on getting my in- reworking my Instagram for my business to be more about my author stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Well, careful on TikTok. Shields up. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's a jungle out there. <laughs> All right. Well, Charity, it was a pleasure having you on again. We're going to see you, you at uh, WitchCon, and then we're going to see you at HexFest in person. Woo! Yes, you... I'll have a chance to actually meet yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Off topic, but um, have you been to New Orleans? I have not. Oh. oh That'll wow. be fun. It can do I'm stuff to you. It. it can suck you in, man. I came here to do Hexfest in 2019. And then we moved here. And by 2020, we was moving like, here. By, li- liter- by, literally, yeah, like six right, months right later, we, we walked into our home. This town has got a power. Yeah, It's good. It's good, though. <laughs> I don't know where you live right now. but Maine, I, I think? You're in Maine? I'm, I'm in Maine. Okay. It's the uh, middle of a snowy winter land. It's actually snowing right now. Oh, wow. Yep. Not here, but it's too we cold. did we did have a tornado warning last night, which yeah. is fairly new for us. It's mostly hurricanes here, um, but we, it, and, we, it, they didn't land. And Hexfest is right in the middle of hurricane season, but so far, not it doesn't on happen. Wood. Yep, it's been yep. good. <laughs> it's just really, really hot. And the French Quarter That's buildings are really tough. They're never going to get damaged in a hurricane. Yep. So it's all good. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you at WitchCon. All right. I'll see you at WitchCon. Take care. It was nice talking to you. Merry meet. Merry part. Merry meet again. Merry meet again. Blessed be. Blessed Blessed be. Talk to you later. (laughs) Okay. And another episode of Wittershins reaches its crescendo. Uh, You can find us. uh, Typically, we broadcast on Wednesdays at least once a month. You know, sometimes we. We took some time off, but now that we started the marathons, I guess that's kind of a good thing that we did. Uh, we would have run out of storage space anyways. <laughs> uh, Wittershins can be found on most places that you get your podcasts. If you can't find Wittershins on your podcast, actually Wittershins Radio, I did run into a band called Wittershins out there. Um, uh, Find some place else to get your podcast if it's not there, because they suck. Because we're fucking all over the goddamn place, man. And we can do this kind of stuff. If stuff's happening, we can go on the air whenever the hell we want, uh, as long as we want, uh, as many times we want, uh, and do whatever the hell we want. Because, you know, it's anarchy over here at Wittershins, and um, we, ha- we have a very large package. So um, I also keep forgetting to, you know, do self-promotion because I suck at that. Um, 
we also have launched Witch Lens that we should plug every fucking time. But we launched, uh, being that I spend so much time on TikToksic and other places, um, I, uh, we saw the need for a place for our kind uh, to be amongst our kind. And, you know, uh, we have enough problems fighting amongst ourselves without having to fight with Christians and other kind of crap. So we created our own social media app, and it's called Witch Lens. You know, like a magnifying glass or something, a lens, you know, Witch Lens. And it's thus far available on the Apple iStore. We are scratching and clawing to get our technicians to finish the Android launch. So if you have an Android or one of the, those Android platform devices. Uh, sorry, it doesn't work on there yet. We're really working on it. Um, but if you have any kind of Apple product, an iPhone, an iPad, whatever you have, um, hopefully it works on there. But over there at Witchlands, so far, we're having a really good time. It's kind of limited. It's like... Um, it's like uh, Instagram in its infancy before you could do videos and all kind of stuff. So like, you know, you got to post a picture and you make comments, put links, on the, you know, that kind of thing, respond to people and that kind of thing. So it's 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 uh, got a long way to go, but we're we have improvements to make that we're going to make after the Android launch finally fucking happens. Uh, but check us out over there at Witchlands. It's a whole different world. Uh, because the admins are witches, the people running it are witches, and um, we're not going to give you a community guidelines violation if you didn't violate community guidelines, and we're going to look at the person that accused you of violating community guidelines if you didn't violate community guidelines, because there's no bots checking our shit. It's me and Marta here. Got Uncle Birch and Marta checking the shit on Witchlands. Yeah, if you step afoul of us, you will receive a boot in the ass. Witch Lens, available on the Apple iStore. So we'll be back. When, sir, do we have a, broad, we have a broadcast tomorrow? Tomorrow, um, new, do we say noonish? Oh, is that the one with Father Sebastian? Is yeah, that tomorrow? I said noonish. No, it's, no, it's noon his time to our time. Two, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah. You think. Uh, so 2 p.m. 2 o'clock Central, yeah, noon two, Pacific. 2 p.m. Central. Uh, tomorrow, we will be interviewing Father Sebastian from the vampire community. Um, and he's he's a character. Always love having him on. So check that out. Uh, there may be other people tomorrow, too, but that's the one broadcast that we have scheduled so far. Um as always, you can find everything in the archives anyways. Um, Wooderson's Radio, we're going to play you one more, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Yes, Pastor. We are stronger than before. We won't wait any longer. We are stronger. have trusted no man's promise we have kept to just ourselves we have suffered from the lies in all the books upon your shelves and our patience and endurance through the burning times and now have given us the strength to keep our vow we won't wait any longer we are stronger 
We won't wait. 